This is Mary Deterris Paust, and you're listening to Lifelines, where we are learning to be spiritual beings living in a material world. Thanks for being here today. I'm sorry I've been away again for quite a while, but you probably can't blame me because things have been a little crazy out there, haven't they? Yeah, it's been a wild and wacky start to 2021. I think we can say that the 20s are definitely roaring, maybe not in the best way. So I'm here today because I thought I would sort of dovetail on what we're doing over on the blog, Not Strictly Spiritual, and that's talk about gratitude as part of our New Year's Not a Resolution, because we don't do resolutions at Not Strictly Spiritual. We do revolutions. So gratitude was our first practice that we used this this beginning of this year to start us on our way. And um, the whole idea of a revolution, not resolution journey is really um, about the fact that we often make these resolutions in some attempt to think we can fix ourselves quickly by a diet or an exercise plan or some to-do list that if we just do it every single day for this year... um, till a certain point, we're going to make ourselves happier, we're going to be more successful, we're going to have a better life. And what usually happens, what often happens is that two months in or two weeks in, um, we feel like we've failed, and we throw in the towel and figure we'll just wait till next New Year's. And so that doesn't really help us any. So this idea of a revolution is about creating interchange, digging deep, and finding out more about ourselves, becoming more aware of who we are, and working on the things that are not those external things that really, quite frankly, if you lose five pounds, it's not going to change your life. Make you Maybe make you feel a little bit better if you fit in those pants that you haven't worn in a while. But overall, it's not going to make your life tremendously different. So this plan is that we go deeper than that. We go beyond skin deep. We go down to the soul level and we start really spending time um, in silence, in gratitude, trying to figure out what it is we do need that will make real transformation in our life. Maybe more balance, better boundaries, um, more peace. And who among us couldn't use a little more peace these days? And so that's really what this journey is about. And it always helps if you do it in a community. And so the Cravings Tribe, um, which lives at Not Strictly Spiritual, is working on this together. So if you want to follow us along over there, just head over to the blog and you can see what that journey looks like in those blog posts or on my author page over on Facebook, where we also talk about this. But approaching this kind of... um, revolution from the inside out, it leads to transformation. And it doesn't just lead to inner transformation. It eventually leads to outer transformation. Because when you do that kind of deep, hard interior work, which is quite frankly, way harder than losing five pounds. um, And that's a lot coming from someone who's postmenopausal and unable to lose anything. Um, It's really hard to do that interior work. But when you do, it doesn't just transform you on the inside, it, it transforms you out on the outside too, because it's impossible for that kind of um, transformation to not radiate outward and affect you and affect the people around you. So we start with gratitude. And the reason that I start with gratitude is that um, 
it's a really basic, simple practice that can change your life. And I know that sounds unbelievable. It's cliche, the hold your gratitude journal thing. It's become the thing everyone does. Um, but it really works. And I can tell you that from experience. So I used to gratitude, use a gratitude journal on and off back in the days when my kids were little. And part of that was because it was easier to write a few short things in a gratitude journal than to sit down and write a long journal entry when I had, you know, multiple kids running around. But in the past few years, I've really committed in a much deeper way to my gratitude journaling. And uh, the current journal I have is in the 2000s right now. And when I get to the, to the end of the journal, I'll start at one all over again. So here's the practice. And um, you can use any kind of journal you want. It could be a beautiful leather-bound journal with handmade paper, or it could be a spiral notebook that you picked up at Staples for 10 cents. I've got a closet full of those because I hoard back to school supplies. And it doesn't matter what my kids need for school. I always have to buy the 10 cent notebooks at Staples. I don't know. Maybe it's a writer thing. And it's also because September to me is like the new year. I like it much better than the January version. So um, anyway, back to the journaling. I keep my gratitude journal by my bed. And every night before I go to bed, I write down three things for which I am grateful. And I number those things so I can watch them adding up. And if you write down three things every night before bed or in the morning or whenever that's good for you, in less than a year, you will hit a thousand things. And it's really remarkable to start watching the blessings in your life, the things that bring you joy, the things that make you smile, the things that make you say thank you, adding up. In, in such an, uh, a concrete and obvious way that you can go back and, and look at these snapshots of your life. I can go back to my old journals and see the days that I, I wrote down, you know, that I went outside and played in the snow with the kids or that we snuggled up and watched a show because one of them was homesick from school. And it's like flipping through a photo album in a way, but instead it's these little notes that I wrote that I took the time to seek out beauty, to seek out the blessings in my life. And so that's what gratitude journaling does. It retrains us. You know, we're so used to um, listing the things that are wrong, wrong with us, wrong with our lives, wrong with the world. And there's a lot wrong out there. But gratitude journaling teaches you to look for the beauty and for the blessings and for the joy, even in the midst of the crisis or the chaos or the pain. And by writing these things down, it, it not only memorializes them, it's like it makes them more concrete. Um, and if you can't write them down like right away, sometimes it helps to even say them out loud because it sort of etches it onto your heart or onto your soul in a way than just thinking it. So like, for example, yesterday I was driving to the dentist, pulled out of my driveway, and I just noticed the sun was this like eerie white ball of light and the sky was this steely silvery gray. And it was, it kind of took my breath away. You know, we think of the sky, we want it to be a bright blue sky and a big yellow sun. And this was like so stark and so different. And I thought that's something for my gratitude journal. And then I didn't want to forget it because I forget everything these days. And so I said out loud in my car to no one, 
I'm grateful for a white sun against a silver sky. And later last night, I came home and I wrote that in my journal. So this practice sort of teaches you to start looking for beauty. The more you write down things you're grateful for, the more you start noticing how much there is to be grateful for. Because no matter how bad things are, no matter how difficult things get, there's always something to be grateful for. And that's a challenge. And I say that to myself as much as I say it to you. I always say that I'm not speaking to you as some expert who's got this all figured out. I'm saying it to you as a companion on the journey who struggles every single day to remind myself these things that I say to all of you, that there's always something to be grateful for. No matter how bad your workday is, no matter what you hear on the news, no matter how you're feeling physically, what aches or pains or maybe really serious health issues you have, there's something in your life that you can be grateful for and that you can write down. It could be so simple. It could be that, you know, the heat in your house is working on a cold day. It could be that your mail was delivered and you got what you needed in the mail. It doesn't have to be big. Yeah, there are, there are times it will be big. There are times it will be the diagnosis you hoped for or the job that somebody got or some other major thing in your life that you, of course, will write down. But it's the little things that I think really begin to chip away at our um, our outer shell of seeing the world through with all of its problems and help us see it in all of its beauty. So when you write down those simple things, like one day I was driving to work and I saw these pink Adirondack chairs on a balcony of a house as I drove and the pop of color on a dreary winter day made me smile. And I wrote that down in my journal that night. So it's these little things that will make you start noticing what's around you and start being grateful for things that you might've thought were silly before. And when we do that, we start to realize how blessed we are. And in, in recognizing our own blessings and recognizing the gifts we've been given, even among our difficulties, it makes us more generous with others. It makes us more compassionate toward others and toward ourselves. I think when you really start this practice, it leads, it's almost like the gratitude journaling is like your stretch before a run. The gratitude journaling is like building up stretching out your muscles and starting to build up the muscles as you start strength training or whatever you do that gives you the muscle that works that gratitude muscle. So it becomes more fit and more flexible and and better equipped to navigate the world. And so the, the journaling practice is this very concrete thing that's easy to do. And yet it really provides a, a kind of transformation that among all the practices I do, I think it's one of the best that I've done because it affects everything else. And when you're counting your blessings every single day, and when you hit a day where you sit there and look at the journal, and there will be days where you sit and look at your journal and think, this has been a lousy day and I don't want to write anything. And if you really it's very rare that I will not write something in my journal. It's very rare that I skip it for any reason at all. But on those days when you just feel like, no, those are the days to dig a little deeper and try to find something, anything that you can remember from your day that was, was worth something to you. 
just something to remind you that there is always something to be grateful for. And what this practice does, I think, is help us live from a place of abundance instead of from a place of lack, which is, I think, unfortunately, how our world operates a lot of the time, or at least our society does. We see what we don't have. You know, we don't have a big enough house. We don't have the newer car. We don't have the better phone. We don't fit in the clothes we want to fit into. We don't have the job we want. We can't travel like our friends on Facebook's pictures show them gallivanting all around, although nobody's really gallivanting these days. But you get the point. When we look at our life through all the things we don't have, all the things we think we need, we become like we operate from a place of scarcity. It makes us want to hold on to everything we have because we don't have enough. And so we're going to hold on to everything. When we operate from a place of abundance, from a place of believing that there is always a, always something to be grateful for, there is always a blessing somewhere, we start seeing that our lives, that there is enough, that there's always enough, that we are enough. And when we start viewing things that way, when we start viewing ourselves that way, we begin to be willing to see others that way. And it just makes us kinder and more gentle and more compassionate with everyone, starting with us, but then radiating outward to everyone we meet. So I know it sounds like a magic bullet. It's not, but it is a really good practice. And it's so simple. It will take you no more than a couple of minutes to write three little things down in a journal, Um, maybe less than a minute if you're really keeping track of those things in your mind. So it's really worth it. And it's, to me, the first step in some sort of spiritual practice where you're trying to deepen your understanding of yourself and others around you. And it really leads to that place of living from a place of abundance. And if we get really good at it, and I'm not here yet, but it's it's out there as a, as a goal, I think, it gets you to the place where you are grateful for everything, even what you don't know is around the corner. And that's a really, a scary prospect to say, I will be grateful for everything because everything has something in it that will be a blessing and everything has something in it that will teach me something that will make me better, a better human, a better friend, a better spouse, a better parent, a better person. And sometimes we don't like those lessons, but more often than not, when we're through it, we realize there was something there that we needed to learn. So can we be grateful for everything? And that doesn't mean you're grateful because you're sick or you're grateful because you lost someone. Obviously, we're never grateful for those terrible losses in our lives. But there may be something that is embedded in that pain that gave you a gift that you're grateful for. And those are the things that maybe you can't see it when you're in the moment, but as you continue to practice gratitude and you continue to dig deeper and we'll week by week, we'll go a little bit deeper. It opens you up to that possibility, to the possibility of being able to see a blessing where you couldn't see one before. So if you want to read more about gratitude journaling, you can head over to the blog, Not Strictly Spiritual. And that's where we're going week by week through this little revolution, not resolution journey. 
Um, this week, we're focusing on creating a sacred space at home. So you'll find that up on the blog. And I'm happy to do a little podcast on that maybe next week as a follow-up, because that's also a really fun, easy way to bring some sort of grounding and centering right to where you are so that you can have a place to um, reflect and to work on your on your inner journey. So uh, the Cravings Tribe is uh, lives over on Not Strictly Spiritual, and um, that's usually our little January kickoff of a new year. The Cravings Tribe works its way through something. So find us over there. I'm glad you're here today. I hope you got something out of this. I hope you enjoy hearing um, some of my takes on things. And it's again, it's not like I'm an expert. I'm not. I'm just another person on the journey trying to figure it out as I go. And um, and I like to share it because I love it when somebody shares something with me that's working in their life. So if you have something that's working for you, whether it's about gratitude journaling or something else, head over, leave a comment on the blog or find me on my author page on Facebook or on Instagram and connect and tell me and we'll share that and we'll get it out there because the only way we can sort of get through this journey and come out the other side where we want to be is by working with this together, being in community, having a support system and the Cravings Tribe and uh, the folks over at Not Strictly Spiritual who are my regular readers. We're all sort of trying to walk the same path and we're trying to do it together uh, from our homes in our isolation in COVID. So maybe someday we'll be able to go back on a retreat or have a special day or something like that. But for now, we'll do it from where we are and write it down in your gratitude journal. And we'll check back in and see how everybody's doing. Thanks for being here. Have a great day. Go to, Before you go to bed tonight, write down three things from this day. Even if you don't leave your house today, Find three things right where you are that you're grateful for and write it down somewhere, if not in a notebook, on a scrap of paper, and just begin. And if you forget, begin again, because that's all we, all we can do is start over. And the beauty is that we can always start over. So thank you for being here. Have a great week and peace and love and blessings.